0: Good afternoon, everyone. It is Thursday, July the 18th, 2019. It is currently 2.53 p.m. Central Time. Well, I hope everyone is having a great day. I, I don't plan on taking up much of your time. I, I think I have something that should be very interesting to you, but be prepared. I'm going to share something with you, but you're going to be required to find the answer, all right? This is one of those situations. I do this frequently. I don't like you to be a passive listener. I like you to be an active learner. So I'm going to present to you, in a sense, a a problem, and then you're going to have to go look up, do some research, find the answer. It shouldn't take you very long, and then hopefully you'll share what you find with me. You can do so by emailing emailing me at newsif at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com members of victory baptist church obviously you can chat with me live so take advantage of that all right how do we set this up let's set it up this way for all the christians who hear this for all the christians who hear this i want you to think about something i want you to think about culture and the scriptures When it comes to people in the culture, people who don't attend church, people who are not Christians, how do they understand certain scriptures? Scriptures that you as a Christian, you take for granted. You've been going to church long enough. You've heard this scripture quoted, this scripture quoted, and you just assume, you just think everyone understands it the same way. I mean, you've been going to church long enough. You're like, well, everyone understands that scripture that way. I mean, is there a different way to understand it? But that's not always the case. Sometimes those in culture who hear the exact same scripture, they're thinking about that scripture. Their understanding of that scripture is radically different than how Christians understand it. And sometimes we forget this. We'll be talking to someone, someone who's not a Christian, someone, you know, in the culture. Maybe it's on social media. Maybe it's in person. And we quote a scripture to them thinking this will prove the point. This will demonstrate it. And their response sometimes we're like, "Wait, wh- what?" And what we have, what we have to realize is that in 2019, scripture is not the language of the culture. All right, the culture doesn't speak Bible. The culture doesn't speak Christian. So we have to ensure that when we quote a scripture, or that we say something. That we have to understand that we're trying to bring a language and a way of thinking that is now foreign, especially in the United States of America, to a post-Christian America. Sometimes we forget this. I think. I think deep down we know this, but we often forget it. We just assume because I mean, if we. I mean, as a Christian, you're around the Bible hopefully all the time. You're at church hopefully all the time. And so you just take it for granted. That's that's the way everyone understands it. Let me let me give you an example. Let me quote for you a scripture. All right. Let me pull this up. i opening up the Blue Letter Bible. Let me go to uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. I'm going to read this to you from the King James version of the Bible. But Jesus said suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me for of such is the kingdom of heaven Matthew chapter 19 verse 14 but Jesus said suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me for of such is the kingdom of heaven now that is not some you know unfamiliar verse. This is a very familiar verse to almost all Christians. You've heard countless sermons on it. You've seen it quoted in countless number of Christian books and devotional material. Suffer not the little children. All right, we've we've all quoted this verse, read this verse, talked about this verse. It's a part of the language of Christianity. But how does the culture understand that verse? Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is just a few minutes ago, I was watching episode one of season 20 of Law & Order SVU, the Special Victims Unit. Now, Law & Order has been on television, it seems like, for an eternity. There's a bazillion, I think there's over 456 episodes of the original Law and Order, and then you had the different kind of d- different versions. You have Law and Order SVU. I don't know if there's another one. I, don't, I, don't, I, I haven't even kept up, but I was getting ready to eat, and I was like, oh, well, I'll watch something, and Hulu just recommended a, a Law and Order episode, and so I'm like, oh, there, there's season 20. Let's just go to episode one, okay? I haven't watched this in five years. Let's just go to episode one of season 20, and I hit play. All right. I'm not gonna get into the whole plot of the episode, but in the middle of, well, we're getting kind of close, probably the last 15 minutes of the episode, one of the main attorneys is talking to one of the lead detectives, all right? And he makes a reference to, take a guess, Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. And then he says something in regards to this verse. Now, they don't give you the citation. It's Matthew 19, 14. But they use the language, suffer not the little children, right? Suffer the children. He makes a reference to this phrase. And then he offers, in a way, an interpretation of the phrase. Now, it's a very quick clip. I mean, it's probably six seconds long, seven seconds. Because because the, uh, the attorney is the one who starts speaking about the 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 Bible passage, and then the detective says his name. I think his name is Peter to stop him, and then the subject is completely changed, and they move on. Now, what what shocked me about this is okay, SVU. I mean, this is a major television series. It's been on the air, so they have a team of writers, right? I mean, this is not some little independent show put together, you know, you know, with three dollars and some shoestring. I mean, this is a massive budget major network, major television series with a team of writers. So whoever wrote this line, you would think would be able to go, wait a minute, is that what the line, is that what that verse means? Where where did they get the idea? And so what I want you to do is listen to what he says about the verse. And then here's your challenge. Does he understand the verse correctly? Does he understand the word correctly? Or is it a complete misrepresentation of the verse? I want you to figure that out. I want you to listen carefully. If it's a complete misrepresentation of the verse, then how could this happen? How? And here's the thing you need to understand. So you may think, well, who cares? Who cares? I don't know how many people who watch Law & Order SVU now. I don't know what the ratings are now. I mean, it it used to be millions of people. I don't know what it is now. But let's just say this, a lot of people will see that episode. And a lot of people will hear that little six second clip and walk away thinking, man, that is a messed up verse. Let's, let's go. I mean, what kind of God would do that? So we have to realize that something is what, that something that is innocent as a, that, that, I mean, there's passages of scripture that, yeah, should raise some serious questions and cause everyone to struggle, Christian and non-Christian. I don't perceive Matthew 19, 14 I don't perceive Matthew 19, 14, but Jesus says, suffer little children and forbid them not. I, I don't necessarily uh, see that as being that controversial, to be honest with you. But this this lawyer seems to, to not like this verse, and he seems to indicate that this, that this calls into question what kind of God would do that. So I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm trying to be fair here. Okay, I'm trying to be fair because I want you to listen to the clip for yourself and draw your own conclusions. All right. Obviously, I I think there's possibly something wrong here, but but, but that's that. I don't want to get into that. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the clip. I'm not going to come back and offer any commentary. I'm just going to play the clip, and that will be the end. All right. So when I stop talking, you're going to get six seconds, and you're going to get the clip, and then it's on. It's up to you. I want you to grab, you can go to blueletterbible.com. If you have internet access, blueletterbible.com, or you can download the Blue Letter Bible app. Look up Matthew chapter 19, verse 14, or you can just look up the word suffer, right? Uh, you can then, it'll bring you a list of all the places it's used. Find Matthew 19, 14. Click on tools. It'll bring up the Greek interlinear. Go down, find suffer. You'll see the Greek word, click on the Greek word, and it will tell you how to interpret said Greek word. And let's see if, if what the Greek word means is how the S, this Law and Order SVU episode represented the word, and you can also do this, pull up some other translations. Pull up some other translations of Matthew 19, 14, and see if this is somehow a sinister verse that makes you question the goodness of God, Or is it really not that controversial? You you have to figure that out. The lesson here is this, and let me stress this again. Here's the lesson. You are a Christian in a post-Christian world. The world no longer speaks the language of the Bible. They don't speak the language of Christianity. Bible verses are foreign to them. Biblical language is foreign to them. Theology, they, they don't know if that's a, a subject to be studied or a disease to be cured of. They they don't they it's all foreign concepts to them. The influence of Christianity in the lives of people is not nowhere close to what it used to be. There's people out there who are clueless when it comes to the Bible. So when we speak to the culture, we have to be aware that there is a language barrier now. So we can just quote a verse and then we think, hey, they are, they're going to get that. And then they look at you like, really? You just quoted that verse to me? That, what, what, that? And you're like, wait, what, what do you think that verse means? And in this particular case, I wish I could have been in the room with the writers when they wrote this line. Because I would have like, wait, what do you think Matthew 19, 14 is saying? Hey, do you have three seconds? You have a phone, I assure you. Can you just download Blue Letter Bible app and let's look up that verse? But there was obviously no one in the room doing that. And, well, you can hear it for yourself. So here it is. This is from Season 20. I believe it's ep- Episode 1. This, appear- this dialogue shows up. I think there's like 15 minutes left in the episode. You have one of the police. Uh, I think it's the lieutenant. Uh, she, uh, the female uh, in the dialogue, she's she's the lieutenant. The male in the dialogue is the attorney, the lawyer, the prosecutor. I think his name is Peter. He's going to be the one. Uh, he speaks to her, basically asking, uh, you know, asking a question, and then he makes a reference to clearly it seems Matthew chapter nineteen. So I want you to listen, do your own research, and well learn a lesson from this. Learn a lesson from this. All right. So here it is, Law & Order, Season 20, Episode 1. Listen carefully. It's going to go by quickly, right? It's just going to be like, I'm going to hit play, and it's going to be over. There's a little, there's a little pause there at the beginning. When, when, I, when I start this, there's going to be a little pause and noise at the beginning because I was trying to get the iPad pad held up to the speaker. and then. But it's going to go by quick. So here it is. Listen, let me know what you think about this, and uh, let me know what you find. God bless. What kind of a world is this, Olivia? I guess there has to be a hell so we can recognize heaven. Suffer the little children to come unto me. See, that always baffled me. Children have to be suffered to approach God. What kind of a world is he created? If they have to suffer to be close to him, what sort of a heaven does he reside in?